Welcome to Opinion Havers, a movie podcast for people who know who the real enemies are. The French. I'm Cody. And I'm Tyler. Uh, what did you make us watch, Tyler? Wait, which movie did you watch? Because I watched The French did, Connection, Wait. which is the movie you said hold we on. were going to do. Hold on, hold I on. I have your text. What did you watch? I watched, What? okay, let me read your text. You, me, and a French Connection. <laughs> That's what you texted me. So I watched The no, French Connection. No, 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 connection. hold on, hold on, hold on. Did you watch I Hercules? I did watch The French Connection. No, okay. I watched I watched The French Connection. Don't don't worry. And don't worry, I watched it like a month ago. So it's real fresh. Good. It's real fresh. We're going to rely on you because half these oh. notes make a lot less sense now that I don't know the full context. It's going to be great. Tyler, do you want to just Oh, hold give us on, a little Cody. synopsis hold on. No, of no, this no. one? Hold on. Oh. Hold on. Hold okay. your horses here. Right. Hold, hold okay. on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold what on. Here we, Here we are. No. Here we are. Here we are. Okay. What? Turn your ah. camera back on. All right. Turn your <laughs> you, camera back you on. Kicked us out. We were of in the, the lounge what? room. You fool. We were in the lounge. We need to be in the recording channel. We got to restart the whole thing now. Okay. Okay. No, we don't got to restart. Probably unless I don't know. Don't got to restart my side anyway. Cody, let me tell you about this movie. Um. I don't I don't know what was happening in it. Like it's at no point did the movie lose me. Like I always knew what was going on, but I was like it was more of a why kind of a I guess, not like what is happening, but it's like you know when everybody loves a thing or like a song and you're like but the song sucks, right? That's how I feel about the movie. Right. So that's how I would sum up the movie. It's like imagine yeah. if everybody loved a cop show, but then you went to go watch The Wire and it was mm. like a really bad, like poorly shot, you know, rip off of like Brooklyn Nine-Nine or something like that. Like, I mean, the camera work on like early to mid 2000s, like uh, prestige TV does not hold up. It's very much like you just put a soap opera on HBO. What are you doing? You know? Oh, yeah. I thought you had HBO money on this production. Look, they thought they thought they knew what they were doing, but you know, like The Sopranos just looks like a sitcom. Like when you just it look does. at a still of The Sopranos, <laughs> you're like, "Is this Everybody Loves Raymond?" I'm really, I'm really confused. This looks like an episode of Frasier. I'm <laughs> so glad you brought this up. Didn't this Cody? come out like eight years after Frasier? Why does it look like Frasier? Cody, let me tell you, I have been thinking yeah. about this for a very long time. Okay. <laughs> Because I see <laughs> clips, I've, I see them like through my stints where I, you know, I'll go through phases where I'll be on TikTok. Right now I'm not on TikTok mm-hmm. very often, but like mm-hmm. when last time I was, The Sopranos was popping off. I think they were trying, I think it was a conspiracy, right? Because I saw it yeah. enough where it's like, I feel like somebody's trying to make this pop no, off, but it's I not I saw a bunch off. of Sopranos stuff over the last few months. Okay. Like so it's it's a, and like off? people in interviews were like, oh my gosh, yeah, Soprano. It's like, I don't know what happened. But yeah. I think it's like it a had viral a, it, marketing. It's been having Here's a the, moment. These people who did the smile campaign, you know, they're do they've gotten all kinds of stuff. These people know how to manipulate society. Okay. I don't know what company it is, but I bet it's them. I'd put money down on. Okay. But 
every time a clip of the Sopranos pops up, I'm just like, all right, I'm waiting for it. And then it ends and I'm like, that wasn't funny at all. <laughs> like, where was the joke? You know, because like you said, it's shot like a sitcom. <laughs> it looks oh, like a sitcom. Man. All the actors look like they're like just normal TV sitcom actors. Like yeah. everything they're saying, the dialogue is like the dialogue in a sitcom. Everything is screams NBC Thursday night sitcom. Mm-hmm. But it is oh, yeah. not. I know very little about The Sopranos. That's about the only thing I know about it is what I've seen. I'm like, why is this shot like this? I don't understand. From what I understand, yeah. it is the most hardcore, like, realistic, like, mob. Like, it's like if The Godfather was a TV show mm-hmm. is, like, what it's supposed to be and what it is, right? right? But it looks like a sitcom. Love it. I'm going to have to watch that one. Tyler, let's talk about The French Connection because... <laughs> It's yeah. Well, we didn't describe the plot at all. Okay, you know, just I'll give you give a real rundown. No, no, take. I'll give you a real rundown. Okay, because I want to give this movie the best shot that I can. Okay, for you all to right. pull me out of this nose. Now, okay, so the movie follows, and I'm not reading anything. Okay, here I'm not looking at any notes. It follows Popeye. <laughs> yeah. And other. Okay. Um. Yep. Cloudy. Brody. I did look at his name. Buddy, right? Buddy. Cloudy's his like Brody. it's Buddy. I'm looking at Cloudy and B- No, Buddy. but he's Brody from Jaws. Oh, bro, so you are right. It is Brody. That is what I recognize. <laughs> I was looking at all their IMDb's trying to figure out who these people are. Oh, yeah. Um so Popeye, he's a he's a hard cop, but he's a good cop, you know, like is back in the time when being a douche but also a cop meant you were a good cop, you know? Right. And uh the, he's racist. Cloudy's not that racist. Um, and Your first synopsis way too broad. This one <laughs> way in the way. But no. So, but they, this is important for the for their characters. Okay. So they're there. They're in the narcotics division, which is never said until the very very end of the movie. Just to be clear. No. So that Mark, I guess that's a spoiler. But if somehow we normally we're, do it, so sorry about that. Getting that too early. We're, we're burning um, through my notes because this is. Um, <laughs> and then but it's them and they're trying to make a big bust and there's some past and there's some federal agents and they're they're but the re the way it's supposed to be is these two cop two detectives on the narcotics division of the NYPD trying to bust a big shipment of a city that's just trying to get well Cody all right they're just trying to get well okay which I love that as a slang right because it's like Cody, they're just training it well, okay? You know, just let these people be well. They're all they're sick. They are not they are yep. unwell. They want to get well. And you're stopping them yep. from that. Mm-hmm. And but that means drugs. And it's like there's like mm-hmm. there's no drugs in the city. All they've got mm-hmm. is oregano and Tylenol. Right? And that's what's I mean, that's what it is. And they're and the guy is it's French person that's bringing in the the stuff always the french well tyler let me give you my hot take on it because it sounds like you weren't thrilled and i i mean there's a i mostly agree with you like i keep hearing this the name of this movie's been floating around the ether the last five years and so it's made it onto my gotta watch this list i guess and when i 
when it was called the French Connection, I'm like, oh, it's got to be some sort of like a film noir something or other. And I was like, oh, it's a 70s cop movie? Wait, what? And I watched it, and I liked it, but I'm not sure this is in my, like, top 50 movies of all time, gotta have it, deserves the five Oscars at one kind of deal, you know? But I did like it. I... So, I mean, I, I'll give you more of a succinct, I guess, hot take. I, I didn't like it. I So many times we come into these Cody's Corner and I come out reluctantly being like, this is a great movie and I loved it, right? And so I kept waiting for it to turn. And then I'd say probably ha- halfway through the movie, I kind of was just like, Tiffany said something to me and I was just like, I don't know what's going on, but I understand what they're doing. Like, I get what they're doing. They haven't done anything complicated. They haven't lost me in the story. They've just presented it so poorly. (laughs) Okay. Well, there you go. I think that's, I think that's enough. I think it's enough to get into it. I feel like they tried to be the same thing as the conversation, but the conversation structured itself better. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Do you want? I mean, do you want to take me, Cody? Let's just, you know, let's hijack this car. Let's mm-hmm. steal a car, and mm-hmm. and just drive our way down to Spoiler Town, USA. Okay, let's cruise on into yes. Spoiler Town, where we spoil things. It's my favorite thing. Like these guys Tyler. being on the narcotics division. Yeah, let can we do it? Can do you want to go first? Or want me to go first? If you think you can go, do you have like do you have five minutes where you can? I can you try. Can go first. I sure can. I'll try, let you Tyler, go first. You know, you know, because it's <clears throat> you know. Um. All right. Whenever you're ready. Okay, Tyler. I mean, look, people are mad. People are mad at Quentin Tarantino because he said the N word and he writes scripts with the N word, but he's white. All right. But I just watched a movie where a man said never trust an N-word. And you know, I didn't like it, all right? I wasn't enjoying the racism in the movie, all right? I mean, did that particular person stab him? I think so. I think that's why he said it. Still, you know, any criminal would have stabbed him in that scenario. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I'm getting chased by the police and I got a knife, doesn't matter my complexion. I might use the night you know what i'm saying he's just trying to get well all right let this man get well if santa claus is gonna shake me down i might bring out the silverware you know what i'm saying it's fine look this movie starts up and it had some jarring opening music and i'm sure maybe you can remember it because you watched it today. i don't remember exactly what it was i just remember being like wow they are bringing it hard with this opening music and then there was like no music for the rest of the movie. And it because it was so loud to start, I was like, this is going to be interesting score. And then there wasn't a score and I hated it. So that's, that's that, you know, it's there. I, you talked about this movie losing you, even though it never, you know, I, you know, I was lost from the start. I'm not going to lie. There's like a whole start to this movie and they're like in France, I guess. And there's, like, stuff happening. You're like, okay, this is going to tie in somehow. I'm going to be honest with you. It's been a while since I've seen this movie. I don't remember how that opening part ties in even a little bit. The only thing I do remember is that somebody kills someone in France. 
and he tears off the end of his baguette and leaves you know it's very much like a you know leave the gun take the cannoli but the french version where it's like no 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 just take the baguette but not even the whole baguette like just the crusty end bit but let's be real it's the best part of the baguette you know I don't even need the insides of the baguette. I just need the crust. Just give me the French crusty bread, you know? It's the most insulting part of the baguette you can take from, you know? It's like it's like spitting on someone, you know? It's like killing someone and spitting on them in France. You kill them and you take the good part of their baguette. They don't get the end of their baguette in heaven now. You know what? That's how it works, right? You kill them, you take the end of the baguette, and now they only have middle baguette in heaven. It's the ultimate insult to injury. Um, <laughs> there's also like a five-minute scene in a lounge with some lady lounge singers singing about how they're going to touch the moon. And I'm sorry, I don't know if they know how the moon works, but not everybody's going to the moon. They sing, a, it's like a whole song, and the song's like, can you believe that in our generation we're going to touch the moon? It's like, no astronauts are going to touch the moon no one here in this lounge is going to set foot on the moon you know what i'm saying it was a weird my thing is like why that song like i thought they would sing like you know i don't know anything else from the motown era this is a song i've never heard before in my life and its lyrics confuse me to no end you know what it's like remember that song beautiful the one that's like you're beautiful remember that one from like the two thousand aughts that one it's a song about a guy who saw someone on a train and that's the whole song and he he hands it up for three and a half he gets a three and a half minute song and he goes i was there i saw her she saw me we shared a moment she left <laughs> i was like that's the song i was like how did you get this is not a story how'd you get three and a half minutes out of that no one's going to the moon I'm not going to the moon. Maybe my grandchildren go to the moon once we've like destroyed this planet, but it's not me. It's not you. None of those people are going to the moon. Why was that song in this movie? Okay, I got another note. I gotta figure out what crime they're trying to solve. It's drugs? <laughs> Question mark. That was my note. I was right, but it was hard. It took me a lot of thinking, a lot of thinking to get there, but it was drugs. I mean, Brody from Jaws is here. Love it. It's great. There's one great thing about this movie. I got other stuff to tell you. It's so hard. What I'm running out of time. All right. Let me tell you this. If there's one thing that was awesome about this movie, there was some... The chase scene, the camera work in it, was actually really awesome. I loved the chase scene when the guy, the killer guy, tries to kill him. Then he's chasing him on the train. He's driving the car and trying to catch up to the L train and whatever. That's pretty cool. I like that a lot. That's probably okay, my favorite I'm part. Gonna have to, so there's good stuff to cut too. you off. All right. It's not all. It's not all baguettes and people singing. No, about no. The I'm movies. gonna have to cut you off. Okay. And I'm gonna get into a real rant about this movie. All right. Right. Now. Okay. Let me go. Let me go through because you covered like two things that don't in a movie that is filled with stuff that don't make sense. So let's start off with the beginning. The beginning. I rewatched the beginning and I was like, okay, I now understand the purpose of the beginning, which you shouldn't have to understand the purpose of the first 10 minutes of the movie the second time you watch it. Anyway, because it depicts the guy that I don't think is ever linked to the French connection guy until way later in the movie, killing somebody who is, I believe, a cop in France that is following him. 
the main French guy. Thus being like, this is that guy's Jaws, like from uh, James Bond, but also, you know, like the shark, right? So he kills him, shoots him in the face. <laughs> it takes his baguette, right? But that's what I think that was. But I have no idea what any of that meant the first watch through, right? And then uh, they're like, you know, then they show, uh, you know, Popeye and, and Buddy doing their stuff. Uh, but Cloudy, that's their, their code names, you know? Everybody knows cops have code names. Um, doing, you know, these cops, they're always dressed up as Santa. Here's the thing that's going to blow your mind, right? There's nowhere on this movie where it says it's like based on a true story, but there's all kinds of stuff where it's like, oh, yeah, these extras were all people that took place in the real case. And I'm like, so this is based on like a real police case that happened. And these are all these characters are all real police officers is what I take away from the movie. Right. Because they're all like it's like, yeah, like even them being dressed up as Santa. It's like, yeah, they did that because this guy, this cop is like, yeah, I used to dress up as Santa and I would start singing jingle bells whenever I saw a drug deal going down and they would come and arrest people and it worked. We got lots of arrests that way. It's like, talk about a freaking narc. Am I right? Santa, not a narc. All right. All the extras in that bar, that first bar, this is one of my favorite fun facts because it's like all the people in all of the bars, <laughs> it felt like exclusively black people in these bars, which is like, this was during, filmed during a time based in a time when it's like, yeah, because all criminals are black or French. And it's like, Okay, like, calm down. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of... Okay, <laughs> I felt I felt uncomfortable watching a lot of the movie. But I did feel more comfortable that he called everybody by their slurs, you know? And so, but he, then... Okay, so let me get back to where my, my rant was going, right? Because there's they introduced the French guy. He's some importer thing. He was a longshoreman, whatever, salt of the earth kinds of guy. Definitely makes more money off of his import-export business than he would ever make off of drugs, which I kept thinking to myself, like, why are you dealing in drugs when you're obvious? You're building a new port, like an extension to a major port in France. This is nothing. Half a million dollars would be nothing to you. And then, uh, so then we come back to Popeye and Cloudy, right? Them, I just, look, they chase the guy down and he's like, you ever been to Poughkeepsie? <laughs> you, you sit on the edge of the bed and you pick your feet? What does that mean? Because <laughs> then later a guy asks him, Do you still picking your feet in Poughkeepsie? What is that? Is that slang for something? What does it mean, Cody? I don't know what it means. It says it's a thing. It's a good cop, bad cop thing. I like, you know, like I thought that was funny, like him coming in like a crazy person and then his partner like laughing when he's like, I got to listen to him complain about his bowling score the rest of the year, you know, because you stabbed him. <laughs> but also they argue with each other. He's like, how is I supposed to know he had a knife? It's like, but you told him, watch out. He has a knife. And then the guy got cut. And you're like, why didn't you tell me he had a knife? When clearly, your honor, clearly Popeye stated, watch out, he's got a knife, okay? So, I think the ladies and gentlemen of the jury will find that he did tell him that there was a knife, okay? But also, you know, you think, I said it, you said it, we all agreed on it, but it's not true. Popeye, racist, please. He says, never trust, you know? 
an N-word, Cody. And then he says, he could have been white. That's cloudy. Trying to be like, hey, don't be that way. And then what does Popeye hit him back with? One of the best lines ever. It's rule number one, Cody. The first lesson you learn in life. Never trust anybody. Okay? That's what, uh, you know, that's what you got to take away. Oh, looks like your time's up, my guy. We both got through um, the first five minutes of the movie. So my other, here's the thing. The notes I didn't get to were, <laughs> real story, question mark? Oh, the credits say it was fake. <laughs> but then I guess it was based on, like you yeah. said, some sort of a real case or something. I don't know. It was a little confusing. Here's I think it's my fake story thing. based on a real. Well, I don't like, know real tactics and stuff that went on here's my thing i got real confused at the end because they do like once again a very kind of like sitcom-y slash comedy college movie <laughs> where thingy, they now like, kind of right, thing let's roll some credits here at the end and it's like you know this person went on to do this and this per you know and which i've only ever seen done in like college movies and comedies so i was very confused when in this oscar winning drama it was like this guy never went on to live another day in his life. I was like, wait, hold on. Okay. <laughs> Are these real people now? Cause now I'm so yeah. confused and I still, you know, I don't know. I didn't like it. It's one of those things. That it's so old that I'm like, is this, did this start that or something? Well, I don't no. know. There's no way. Because it's for me, I want to exactly. see the story play out. Right. That's what I want to see. And it's great for comedy. Cause you can kind of, it's just like tagging on a little joke yeah. at the end of the movie. Right. Where it's like, Oh, this guy, he was the he was the burnout dude. Oh, he became city mayor. Like, haha, funny, funny. You know, great. You know, or like the nerdy guy. Oh, he married a supermodel. Haha, funny, funny. You know, whatever. So it was just it was a little jarring, a little confusing. Let me tell you about this. This movie has a sequel. It has a sequel. I saw that. You know what I'm saying? I like, saw the sequel. And let me tell you this. I knew it had a sequel. Did I start the sequel? Yes, I did. And I was like, you know what? I'll just watch the whole sequel. And I made it 15 minutes in. I was like, you know, I don't think I have to do this. Let me just see what people say about it. And it's like, people are like, oh, it's good. It's not amazing. If you like the genre, it's good as a genre film. It's not like as good as the first one, whatever. Well, today I found out there's a third. I was looking to see sequel. if there was a third. <laughs> there's, a th there's the French Connection 3, mm. but it's a TV movie. It doesn't have Gene Hackman, you know, whereas... French Connection 2 does have Gene Hackman. And guess what? This time, your boy's in France. <laughs> so, <laughs> from what I got in the beginning of the movie, like he goes to France to solve the crime, and the French detectives are like, we told you not to come. <laughs> and then he's like, whatever, just follow us. <laughs> and they're like, remember, this isn't yeah. your jurisdiction. Also, you can't have a gun. Also, <laughs> I think you and there's one part where he gets attacked by, you'll never guess this, a black person. And he's like, all right, how dare you, you know, arrest this man. They're like, whatever, we're going to let him go. <laughs> so it's just like, I was like, this is a weird sequel. <laughs> it's like, you know, this guy who shot someone in the movie, whatever, let's put him somewhere where he can't shoot any. You know, it was just weird. <laughs> it's like, it's a detective movie about a detective out of his jurisdiction. I was like, this is fantastic. I don't know who approved this. I just, I don't, it made me laugh so much <laughs> to be like, you're not supposed to be here. But then they're like, nah, all right, you can tag along. You can help us do crime, solve crime here too. You know, I don't know. They just felt bad because he showed up. Anyway, this movie has a sequel, has a threequel. Uh, I didn't watch any of the threequel. I thought the twist was interesting at the end. And um, because, you know, it's like, he's going to track down the guy. He got there. He shot him. Oh, but like he totally shot 
one of did the you ever think department. that he wasn't gonna it's shoot like, that okay, guy cool. from the second he went into that building because i was like oh that's like you're making me well, question if that my, french guy my favorite existed. part is that he shoots him and he's like all right we gotta keep running after him it's like you just no, no. shot your coworker. You shot a federal agent, not done. even his coworker. Like you just gunned down an <laughs> FBI agent. Oh man, yeah, it's my favorite that he's like. Now nah, I'm just going right. So I mean, my my takeaway from this is that like as a thriller, it has some really good elements. Like I said, that chasing is really good. I think the final like kind of like climax is pretty good. Very, um, you liked the chase scene. What's that? Mm. I liked it. You know, um, interesting. We'll come what? back to that later. I hate it. You didn't like that one? Every the one with the train? Because it makes no Why'd sense it? and it's so pointless. It's the stupidest chase scene I've ever seen. It's like, okay, let's let me walk you through it from my perspective, okay? Well, I'm gonna start with the two French guys talking, okay? French French Jaws, right? Is like, do you want me to kill him? And then French, you know, French one. As they call him in a no kind of. Uh he's like, No, it's not worth it. There will be more cops, you know? And he's like, We'll be gone by Friday. And then it cuts. Hard cut. Hard cut away from that scene <laughs> to something else. He's the wild card. Every operation. So has it cuts to, have to a wild something card, else where you know? something else is going on. So you completely forget about that happening. And then it's Gene Hackman in a random park next to abandoned buildings i assume <laughs> you know because he's able to go in and run up to the roof which i don't know here's what i invite anybody to do walk into a random building and get up on the roof without anybody stopping you just do it Tyler, just this do is it the 70s just this do is before it, they invented know? the padlock just do it just you know get what up i'm on saying that roof. <laughs> you didn't have a way to secure like, a building back then so so then you know this random lady gets gunned down then there's a, a little bit of a gunfight between a dude with a sniper rifle and a guy hiding behind a tree that's roughly two inches <laughs> wide. So, and then he runs up to the roof where the guy's now gone, but he sees him on the ground and then he chases him. Guy gets on the train. He shouts at him, stop that guy. He's wanted by the police, which is not true in reality. He's not wanted by the police. He's wanted by one police well, not the police. A <laughs> police, yeah. He's wanted by a police. And then That's the train cop. But then they'd be like, wait, is he Italian? Is there a man with a heavy Italian accent? Yeah, a poli- but the train well, cop. Now this is confusing, you know? Who? It, it raises more questions when you say, there's a yeah. man wanted by a police. But then another you police wants him. The train police, who is black. Mm. So, you know. Okay. Maybe he yeah. should have been less racist, Okay. So then that guy starts chasing him yeah, and then gets gunned down. He just shoots him in the middle of the train, right? So we established there is now the dead body of a police officer in the train, right? Mm. Then goes up mm-hmm. to find Coke, the not the drug, the driver of the train, and then says, don't stop or I'll kill you, right? Was what you say when you're hijacking a train. Mm-hmm. And then the train's conductor mm-hmm. or somebody, right, is like, I'll see what's happening. Why didn't we stop? Followed by a mob of people. Mm. Presumably mm. goes through the whole length of the train because they didn't see the scuffle. They didn't hear the gunshot. Mm-hmm. 
They got up to the front of the train. No red flags were raised by the dead body. And then they're like, Coke, are you okay? And then proceed to knock on Coke's door for like, what what was it? Five minutes? Just repeating, are you okay? Look, if somebody doesn't respond, if somebody driving a train, you're pounding on the door, you you get twice before they're not okay. Mm-hmm. They're dead. <laughs> like you got to just assume they're dead at right. that point. You know what I mean? Coke, pff, spoilers, Cody. Coke does die. He just dies after the in, the train conductor gets shot by the guy. Uh, and then it all starts to go. But meanwhile, Gene Hagman has stolen a car and is slamming his way through traffic, which I did see in yep. the trivia. I don't know if you spy the trivia. They they uh, didn't I, have permission did to film in a lot of those areas, and that's real traffic that they're ducking and weaving through. Um, They're not. Yep. Um, I Did you see the other one that the yep. crash wasn't scripted? <laughs> so. And they just left it in the movie. They're like, that looked realistic. Like, yeah, because it really just crashed that car. What did I... I didn't finish that trivia, but it was like, there was a dude... Where does it say? Car crash. Da, 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 unplanned. The man whose car was hit had just left his house a few blocks in the intersection to go to work, was unaware that a car chase was being filmed. They did pay oh, the bills for that Paris car, though. So there you go. <laughs> this guy's trying to go to work. Oh, see, that's like a different a film uh, set. thing, I think, because... This one just talks about the near collisions, but does clearly talk about it's like the mom yes, with uh-huh. the baby that almost got hit. That was scripted, that was planned and rehearsed. But the funny thing is, is it's like, oh no, they didn't have permission from the city to film. What they did was they got a ton of off duty cops to stop traffic and direct it for an enormous <laughs> amount of streets in New York. So I'm like, so this movie was just like, the police just took over sections of the city. Like the city was like, no, you can't do that. And they were like, but we're gonna, it's basically what happened. Um, which I think is very funny because it's like, they even like took control of traffic lights and stuff like that. But so then there's the, there's the thing where they cut in between the two, the chase, the car, you know, slamming its way through traffic and the train, where they were just kind of shouting at each other, which well, I, I got a beef with that part later. But um, and then, yeah, the train crashes and the car crashes and then they both meet up at the stairs and then he shoots him. Cut. All right. So they're in the car. They're doing something else. It's it's not brought up. It's not a thing that happened. <laughs> Nobody gets yelled at. Nobody gets told like, oh, I'm glad you're OK. No, nothing. It doesn't add or take away from the case in any way. It's just something that happened to him. <laughs> just a day in the life of a New York cop. I mean, I enjoyed it just like I said. I thought the camera was cool. Like the way they kind of strapped a camera to a car and buzzed it Which through is traffic funny and the way it was cut. I really liked it. But the reason you, it was done you. that way I, was because yeah. they couldn't set up all the cameras because they didn't have permission to film there. So whenever it's on the hood of the car is where they're mm-hmm. ducking and weaving through real traffic. It works, you know. I am seeing here in the trivia that um, Popeye shooting Agent Muldrig, Mulderig didn't happen in the real life case, but the advisor, Eddie Egan, 
was the inspiration for Doyle, agreed to it, <laughs> saying he hated the real FBI agent that he played. Okay, so I did. Later on in the trivia, life. it does say, so the movie <laughs> is like a so. like a dramatization of a book that is about these guys, the real case that they did. So there's a book that's based on the real case, and they took that okay. as like the inspiration for this. So those guys, a lot of the people who were the real people, that the characters are based on were advisors on the movie. But there is stuff like that, right? That make it not a real story where it's like, yeah, he didn't actually shoot an FBI agent, but they did hate each other, you know? Yeah. Uh, great. I mean, oh, so here's what I was getting at earlier. So there's, you know, kind of a twist at the end, right? He doesn't get, it seems like they have the guy, like they got him, right? They did everything they needed to do to bust him. And then the guy absolutely just gets away, which is interesting. It I think it's very much like of the time, kind of what movies were turning to and going towards, like darker movies showing like the bad side of life and anti-hero characters and like sad endings where it's like, oh, everything worked out bad and everything sucks, you know? So it's kind of interesting in that way. Like most cop movies, you're going to make the bust at the end, you know? And even like the cheesy kind of end credit stuff is like this guy barely served any time. This guy barely served any time. Nothing happened to him. And, you know, so I don't know. It was an interesting way to, to finish the movie off. Um, but it, you know, it kind of reminded me, not the taxi driver, taxi driver doesn't have the same kind of ending, but it has that like gritty real life, New York sort of feel to it, you know, or you see like the bad side of New York in that time. And so I get why it kind of lives in the, story of film and stuff what i don't get is why it beat out a bunch of really good movies for a bunch of oscars i thought it was like a pretty good cop movie but not like an elevated really masterful you know like what the same era you had movies like the godfather where you're like whoa that was so awesome how they told that story you know and this one was like this was pretty good I, i was surprised it has five oscars it beat out movies like Clockwork Orange and Fiddler on the Roof. That's Luke what I was going to say. Did you look up by any chance so, the movies that came out in 1971? Yeah. So Fiddler on the Roof, The Hospital, Sunday Bloody Sunday, The Last Picture Show, which I, I mean, I haven't seen most of those, but those were the movies that were nominated for a bunch of things that year. But Clockwork Orange really was in the Chocolate well Factory. Like this is the most popular like movie that. from that year. Dirty Harry came oh, out that year. I mean, I do like really? this movie more than more than the Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. I just don't like that old one that much. I mean, I don't, I don't know. Maybe I'll have to rewatch it. I just remember disliking most of the music and like while well, Gene Wilder's great. This in it, movie as a I said, whole, so I, just, I will give you the same. So what I told Tiffany at the end of the movie was. It feels like a student film. Yes. It feels like it's somebody trying to figure out how to direct and edit. And like, oh, we don't have the bud. Like we can't, we can't spend any money on music or like really any editing. So it's just Johnny because his dad has like one of those like old tape editing machines, you know, so he did the editing and he kind of messed up a few of the scenes, but it's like we can't, we don't have multiple scenes or shots of it so it's just whatever 
but like all of the editing was just like it cut and it's like none of the scenes seemed yeah. to impact each other in any way if that makes sense like it didn't feel like the story progressed yeah i get that i mean like we talked about the intro where it's kind of like i mean aside from like the shock factor Which, of that guy just until the, the second face, time i watched about it that scene that was like like, oh, this really. I wasn't even clear on movie, that he got you know? shot in the face until the second time I watched it, and like ha- like several of the trivia facts make it a big thing about it, but like shot in the face or something. I'm like, but that's not even clear. It happens so fast. Also, apparently there's a hose visible like right below his face that sprays all the red paint on him, mm. and so like, and I thought to, the same thing you were thinking of like, is this? But I was like. But, like, you could take movies, like, I didn't really like The Shining, but I could see, like, it was very clearly a very well-made movie. I just don't like the tropes. But I recognize that if that was the first time I'd seen a movie like that, I would probably feel different. Yeah. You know, like, it it's different if you... Interesting and different, yeah. There wasn't anything in this movie that I was like, oh, that's where this came from. Or this must have been the first movie that did that. I mean, aside from like the cheesy post credit, but I'm sure that existed before. But you know what I'm saying? Like there wasn't anything that was like, oh, this is where this comes from. I don't know. Maybe the pork pie hat. (laughs) Gene Hackman wearing a pork pie hat. Is that? Yeah, I don't know. So I I did like it. Like I, I liked a lot of things about it, but there was a lot of confusing things about it. And like you kind of mentioned it didn't seem that well put together as far as like the pacing and like how they edited together the story it didn't i feel like they could have cut a good bit out of it i kind of enjoyed like the tailing scenes a little bit where it's like seeing three different people try to tail one dude through the city was kind of fun like there were some cool things about it but if this was like a i don't know like a cop show i'd be like oh that was a good episode you know if this was like a three-part episode of ncis or whatever i'd be like oh that was pretty cool it was a good, you know, but it just, it didn't need to be as long as it was. And there was some fluff and I didn't need to watch a guy shucking oysters. In yeah. France. I also, I, don't know. I was like, uh, whatever. It's fine. No, there's what? a cow no. mooing in the closing music. Did you catch that? What was that? Did you, <laughs> I heard a cow mooing in like the closing credits music. And I think it's mostly in- instrumental, but I swear I heard a cow mooing. I was like, what is happening? They wanted like a this, cowbell sound, but they didn't have York? a cowbell. So like, on? let's just go out, find a cow. <laughs> they like went out to record some cows and they're like no these it's cows a cow have bells. bell they're supposed to have i thought bells, they have the dude. bells on them like <laughs> it does it I, I yeah i mean i want i wanted to like it because i i for the last like we've had a good run of me really liking the cody's corner movies but this one i just like We've been on I such feel a like, good tear, and it just you this know, one wasn't. It's such a similar, like, disjointed, all over the place, like editing style and storytelling style. It's similar to the conversation, where it's like hard cuts and it's impossible to understand any of the dialogue, so you have to turn on the subtitles and stuff like that. But like, the conversation built to such like. It's like, what's going to happen? Kind of a moment. Whereas this, I didn't ever really feel like there was a ton of twists. I was like, oh, so the as soon as the French guy went a different direction from everyone else, I was like, oh, so he's getting away. Like, he's get, he's definitely going to escape. 
it's something's going to happen where they're going to be like, there never even was a French guy, was there, or something like that, you know, like, which I think could have been an interesting <laughs> angle yeah. for them to take, would have been to like to somehow try to make the twist like. Oh, what if oh, it was yeah. never a French guy and yeah. it was like the federal agent was? Which I was like, that could have like been that. a twist. I Ooh, thought when cool. he rounded the corner, what if the Popeye's partner and, like, was dirty? Sal came Ooh. out and they faced each other for a second and just started talking like normal guys. I thought for a second I was like, oh my gosh, Cloudy's dirty. But then it was just him trying to maintain a cover, which I'm like, look, <laughs> cops. I understand that, <laughs> you know. Some of, you know, maybe not the brightest, maybe you didn't do the best in school, maybe not the brightest bulbs, but if you run into a guy you're tailing in like eight different spots throughout the day and try to act like you're supposed to be there and you're a different person, I, the jig is up, you know, like they know they're being tailed by someone, you know, like you're not being sneaky when you're just like, oh yeah, my heart's around here somewhere. And it's like, Weren't you just at the coffee place that I was at talking to me? Stop talking to the guy that you're tailing, you know, and stop like sprinting after him the second he leaves the yeah. building. Like you guys are bad at tailing. And I thought to myself, I was like, I, there was a moment in the movie where I thought, man, police used to be really bad at police work. <laughs> like they're getting like, I think about like how detectives do this kind of stuff now <laughs> and like how carefully they'll set up like these stings and like, how many years will go into something like this versus like how this depicts the thing based on a book, which is like a retelling of a real case like this. And I was like, man, how did they catch anybody for any crime back in the day? You know? Like, yeah, I, I enjoyed them busting the people in the, I don't know, drug bar or whatever. I just like seeing all their paraphernalia. I'm like, what even is any of this? Well, I mean, it's like, I think that's just a chapstick. I don't know. It's like, what you got here? And then he's like messing up all oh, the yeah. stuff. And I mean, that's like, what he's doing. He's just, just shaking, he's the shaking them down, you know? But uh, I uh, did. <laughs> Which I saw. But I loved all the stuff they had in their pockets. I was like, man, remember back oh, in the day God. when people just carried tons of stuff in their pockets? Now it's like phone, wallet, keys. But back yeah, then, like if it you was got like, more than that in your pockets, know, it's like, oh, so it's drugs, you know. <laughs> That's. But uh, I did think it was funny, like you know, like I said earlier, like just a bar filled with people, nothing in their pockets, but oregano and Tylenol, because that's like it was so clearly like Tylenol pills and like little dime bags of oregano, <laughs> which I, I was like, uh, yeah. such a like. It's movies like this that all the cop movies from the 70s and 80s are the reason that people have like gone to jail because they had a thing of oregano in their bag at the airport. But yeah, it's funny. I did like them like going through the whole thing where they like grab the guy and he like throws him into the bathroom. And then they're like, I was because as soon as he like threw him into another room, I was like, oh, so that's like an informant or like another cop or something. Right. You know, them talking. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I'm. I pulled up a couple posts in Reddit because I googled. Uh, oh, I googled why is there a cow mooing in the French Connection, and I got a bunch of cow stuff. So then I put in like French laws about cows. So I googled why is there a cow mooing in the movie The French Connection, and I pulled up some Reddit threads of people complaining about why is this movie good. So I'm reading through. <laughs> 
I'm reading through some comments, but this guy's basically like, I just watched this, and can someone tell me what I'm missing? Because I usually like the gritty 70s new Hollywood stuff, and I didn't. And a lot of people are kind of saying, you know, it's one of those that's been emulated a lot since then. So at the time, it was groundbreaking and interesting and new, and since then, it wasn't. Like, people talk about the cinematography. Some will talk about it like it was shot in like a documentary style, like some shaky camera work and stuff like that, and kind of the dangerousness of the car chase scenes and stuff like that. I was like, okay, cool. This guy's talking about like interesting for like Popeye Doyle to be like a yeah. bad dude, like as like an anti. He's bad kinda, news, whatever. but a good cop. Um, uh, this guy likes that the movie doesn't overexplain itself. I would say, kind of like we said, there's yeah, a lot there's of fluff like fluff in there where it doesn't need to be and like less potent, no explanation you know? where you kind of need Generally to explain movies. stuff. I don't know. Yeah, so I mean, it seems like it's a lot of people are like, oh, I really enjoyed it for the time, and some people kind of agree with us where they're like it just isn't that good but you know i i saw someone else post something with chinatown too and i kind of felt the same way i watched chinatown which is i think from the similar era jack nicholson detective guy which i liked but didn't feel the same way as when i've seen stuff like the godfather so i don't know i'm trying to see if there's anyone else with some other insights but there are quite a lot of people that like it some okay some people like it for its guerrilla style of filmmaking which is you know like we talked about just <laughs> driving through traffic and stuff. yeah you know Staging that's my favorite thing chase. you know well that was my favorite part of it here's the thing that you know because i remember talking once and you know i've brought this up several times to and i think you're one of the people have you seen citizen kane okay so you're not but i remember talking to specifically the first person no. i heard this from was someone who like went to school for film studies, right? Like they got their degree in that. And so they like, of course, at some point watch Citizen Kane. And then I've heard it from other people who just took class, took the class, right? Cause it's an easy elective. Cause it's what it right. Watch movies and write. A, yeah. Mm-hmm. Watch right? movies so, I mean, and write short papers about it. So, but it's somebody who's like, about them and that's it. Yeah. what they wanted to do is kind of like what Hollywood Rob does. I think they wanted to go into like editing and stuff. So, they like had to critique movies and stuff. And he's like, yeah, we watched Sissy Kane. And he's like, yeah, everyone else um, was sitting there like, oh, such a groundbreaking movie. Like it changed Hollywood forever. And this is why it's so amazing. He's like, then it got to me. And I was just like, yeah, so it's a bad movie, right? (laughs) It's bad. And then a bunch of people were like, yeah, I mean, it's not good, (laughs) but it was for the time. He's like, yeah, but it's not a good movie though. Like there are better movies from the same time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And we've, we've talked about it a bit. Like movies have gotten better <laughs> over time. Like I think as a whole, and even when I look back, right, like I keep track of all the movies I watch in theaters and I'm on a list. So I'm at the theater all the time, but like even my list last year, there were some movies I didn't like as much as I wanted to, but like there weren't a lot of like truly bad movies I saw in the theater. Some I get some fatigue because I watch so many movies and I have kind of, you know, I have a different palette than maybe the average like moviegoer, but like even the movies where I was like, oh, it's gonna be a bad movie, I go into them like, actually, that was, that was good enough. It was pretty good, you know? So I don't know. Movie, I think it's come a long way um, since then, but to your point, you know. I can name a dozen other gritty 70s movies that I might have enjoyed a lot more than this. But, I mean, I you know, people seem to say online that 
it was groundbreaking for the time and since then it's it's been the format for a lot of movies since then and now we have like a dozen different procedural cop shows that you know do all these things that have yeah. become tropes of the <clears throat> genre you know so i don't know i did like the yeah, movie i was just I didn't was love it, also you know? thinking like you Wasn't know quite there i feel like cop movies have also i mean obviously kind of fallen out of fashion but they're also like when was the last time a really good one was so i pulled up and it was it's the 50 best cop movies of all time list as of 2022 and i sorted by release date Mm -hmm. so the newest one to come out that's on this list is hell or high water um and then you know if i sort it by like the list order but the number one, Fresh so Connection good, is number you don't two like number one on, on this list. Right? right. Was it you that doesn't like The Departed? The Departed? Uh, no, I like The Departed. I'm one of the weirdos. Like most people are like, that's not a very good Scorsese movie. I'm like, I like The, the Departed. Like the first time. The most now, okay, we Departed. won't spoil The Departed, Cody, but I the first time I, liked I watched it was at my brother's house. And he's like, oh, this is such a good movie. And I was like, oh, I've never seen it. And he got outra- the most excited I've ever seen Lee. You've, you know Lee. You know he doesn't get excited. Most excited I've ever seen him. And so we watched <laughs> the entire view yeah. of that movie uh-huh. on a whim. Okay. And so I won't spoil it, but there's a moment where, you know, if you're into the movie and it's the first time you watch it, you're like, what the heck? Like, what? what? You know? And I think for like, for I don't know yeah. how long leading up to that, but when I turned to look at him, he was just staring at me like he's like he's like, oh yeah, no, I've seen the movie a hundred times. I know what's gonna happen. He was more interested in what I was gonna say about it, but it's one of the most mind blowing twists that's yeah. ever been in a movie, in my opinion. Right, and so, mm-hmm. but yeah fundamentally right it is very similar it's just like the editing is better but like there's not a lot different in fact that's like you could argue that's a way more boring movie than the french connection is right there's way more action and stuff happening but i felt like the stuff that was happening in the french connection again like it just felt like none of the scenes linked to each other in any way the only part where i felt any kind of suspense or like anything was impacting anything else was when they got the car. Like was all the stuff around the car towards the very end of the movie. Because they got the car, you know, they thought they caught the guys that were coming to get the car, but they were just going to steal the tires off of it. And then they're tearing the car apart and he's like, I know it's in there. And then they realize like, oh, the weight's wrong. But then it cuts to the guy. Like that part's edited really well and like does kind of ratchet up because then it shows that like French actor guy who imported the car, you know, at the police garage saying like, Hey, this car, they said it mm-hmm. got brought here. I want my car back. And they're like, it's torn to pieces, you know? And then they put it back together. And so uh-huh. like from that moment to the bus is pretty good, but everything before that kind of feels, mm-hmm. It was like 60% of that could have been cut out. Could have got there a little faster, cut out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like you said, the editing could have been much better. They could have really pieced together the story in a way that was a little more fluid because it does feel a bit thrown together. I don't know. I mean, 
Yeah, I'm looking at this list. What's kind of interesting is it's just a dude's opinion, right? And he put 50 movies together. But you can sort it by IMDb rating, which some of the movies are the same, but some are different. When you do IMDb rating, top movie Silence of the Lambs. And then Seven, then The Departed, then Heat, then Reservoir Dogs, No Country for Old Men, Die Hard, L.A. Confidential, Fargo, you could... Blade Runner. It's kind of interesting what's what's in this list. And like, oh, where does the French Connection land? You can also sort it by votes, rating? which is like people who get to this list voting things so, up the list. Interesting. Right? Yeah. So then it puts... Really? Where's that? Number of votes. What's first on votes? Yeah. I mean, Seven, Seven Silence of Lambs, Lambs Departed. Departed. It's I actually mean, really similar. Those like, three are some of the best rating. cop movies Interesting. ever made. Right? Um, yeah, those are Blade great ones. Man. Mm-hmm. All right, French Connection, where does it land? Oh, and it's by votes. It's 37 on the list. I mean, being the 37th best cop movie of all time, but being 50 years old. Super Troopers. You know, not too bad. Interesting. It is a good one. Um, Hot Fuzz is on here. That's a good one. That's an awesome one because it's like a genre. It's making, you know, making fun of the cop movie genre, but as like Rush a Hour is also series, on there, but also which a is the same movie. kind of vibe. That's interesting. Right? That's a cool one. Yeah. Yeah. 21 Jump Street. It is good. Hot Fuzz is so good, dude. That's what you don't understand. That's what, if anyone listening here needs to understand something is that hot fuzz is a great okay movie. what was the and thing we were talking about where a, it was like right oh film, but they need know? he would need an action star and you're like it's best work yeah what use what's the guy's name from hot fuzz he, simon peg simon <laughs> peg there we go yeah it's like Sean you got Pe- simon peg he needs a Disney. sidekick nick simon frost peg. right there. You know, it's like they're not gonna put simon peg in the closest he will ever get to a serious <laughs> yeah. like action star role is Star Trek. And he nailed it. He was perfect. Like I have no doubts that he would do it. But are you kidding me? That's not getting past any studio executive. There's no way. Yeah. I mean, he's as the in, nerd he's guy, in the, the comic release. <laughs> as the nerd guy. <laughs> yeah. I like to imagine that he's chair. also the comic yeah. like the one person on set that will roll his eyes at stuff that Tom Cruise says, but I don't know if he's that kind of a guy in real life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Look at this cast. You got Simon Pegg and Nick Frost, of course. You got Martin Freeman and Bill Nye. I I think you're the one who convinced me to finally watch it, and I was mad at you for not convincing me sooner. It's good. It's a good one. (laughs) Yeah. It's a good one. I mean, it's it's probably Edgar Wright's tightest movie, aside from maybe uh, Scott Pilgrim. But it just Isn't, like so he made it was Hot Fuzz like, and no then notes, made the with you the, know the zombie one, right? It's the zombie just one. A lot of fun. Shaun of the Dead. Okay, so it was yeah, it was Shaun of the Shaun Dead of the and Dead, then Hot Fuzz. Fuzz and then At World's End. Okay, because I love that there's like several shots in Shaun of the Dead yeah, where Shaun he tries to do something first. cool and biffs it, and then there's shots in Hot Fuzz where he succeeds at doing the cool thing, like jumping over the fences or like doing like a cool move like when he's fighting someone uh-huh. or something, you know like yeah which i was like oh that's funny it's a good it's a i don't know called whatever i don't know something i'm sure it's some you i don't know i never took a film class cody that's your job i don't know like it's called something i'm sure when you the reference point. an older a movie that you made but it's not actually like the same character or universe 
I don't know. You're the one that went to school. <laughs> yeah, what is that? What You're is the that one called? with the degrees, Cody. Oh. I don't know. I'm just a dumb engineer. Also, though, I mean... Uh, I'm, in, <laughs> I'm in a hole with this. I'm, I'm on the front page for Paul. <laughs> uh, Simon Pegg, Nick, oh, Nick Paul? Frost That's movie, a treasure of a movie. Starring them, they got not you know, people Edgar out here, they talking bad about it's Paul. About it's a good time, though. Paul's... Paul's one of those good time movies. That's one of the movies that, I mean, you can watch it sober. I did, but I'm like, it's the, you should get high and watch it, right? Like that's one of those kinds of movies. Like it, it deserves it. Okay, if it's legal, yeah. if it's legal, you're in a cool state. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you got to keep it legal. Um. So there you go. Anything else to say about this one before we rate it? Um, there's good stuff about it. Like, there's cool. I mean, it's one of those. It's not everyone's cup of tea. But if you're old and like cop movies, Is, then you, know, you might love it. Like, if you're young, there have been much better, more suspenseful detective thrillers since then, like Seven or. Departed, or what's the one we said? Sounds of the I mean, Sounds yeah, of the I'm sure somebody would be weird about it because it's FBI movies, and right? not like cops, <clears throat> you know. <clears throat> but like, let's be real, you know. But I mean, also, plus there's a girl in it. Sounds so of Lambs is a movie, about, you know? like you know, what's his face? Uh, you know, the guy who plays Hannibal really stole that whole movie, you know. That's what's funny about Sounds of the Lambs is like it spawned a whole like horror movie thing where people are like, oh, Hannibal, he's like a, and you're like, you know, he's, it's, it's not even about him. <laughs> That's what's so weird. Like as a supporting actor with like three and a half scenes in the movie, he stole, he's not even the villain of the movie. He's, you know, it would be like if we were in a Batman movie, you know, and this is, I think this is originally the plan for Batman three, the Chris Nolan series was like Joker was gonna have like a little side role or a side scene in it. You know, it'd be like if we were in a movie where it's like Tom Hardy is our villain. Anyway, do you want to watch Heath oh, yeah. Ledger eat for 10 minutes and steal the whole movie from him? You know. Oh, man. Anyway, if you haven't seen Sounds of the Limbs, you gotta watch Sounds of the Limbs. But also watch Hot Fuzz, because Hot Fuzz is more fun. You know, I... Sounds of the Limbs. I was looking to see if like, maybe more was this like the... You know? director's first movie or something it wasn't i mean it wasn't even his first like mm. theatrical movie it was his like fifth you know and they get to his credit they get the ratings are better each movie yeah and then he directed the exorcist and then it's downhill from there yeah well yeah. All right. Oh, well, let's wrap no, it because we need to help <laughs> with the baby. No, but all right. But I'm gonna rate it. I'm gonna rate it. Are you ready? Three, two, it one. A B minus. It's a B minus for me. That's high, don't you think? What's it for don't you? you think that's a little high, Cody? I mean, don't you? I just want you to give you the chance I mean, to what maybe you respect it? yourself a little more. I mean, no. I'll give it... I have to go. What are you rating it? I'll give it a D. 
I didn't like it. I mean, I, did. I thought it was a bad I movie. <laughs> Is that a little low? <laughs> all right, all right. Tyler, you wrap us up. I'm going to come back and beat you. All right. Do you want me to roll the device or do you want me to wait for you? You take us home. Yeah, I can't. I all can't. right. I'm going to I'm going to divine the next film while Cody goes and helps his baby, I guess. Guy poops out a baby. Acts like it's the most important thing in the world to him. Doesn't even care about poor old Tyler anymore. But I'll be here for the fan, and I will divine the film Silver Linings Playbook. Uh, You know, and then I'll I'll just do a little Google so I can pretend like I know what the movie's about. Um, Let's see. After losing his job and wife and spending time in a mental institution, Pat Solana, Bradley Cooper, winds up living with his parents, Robert De Niro and Jackie Weaver. He wants to rebuild his life and reunite with his wife. That rhymes. But his parents would be happy if he just shared their obsession with the Philadelphia Eagles. Oh, gross. Things get complicated when Pat meets Tiffany. That's my wife's name, Jennifer Lawrence, who offered to help him reconnect with his wife if he will do something very important for her in exchange. All right. Oh, wouldn't you like to know? So does Bradley, is it Bradley Cooper? Is he going to kill Jennifer Lawrence? Is that the? No. (laughs) You know it. Oh, oh, oh. um, What's it called? That's the one. I read the synopsis for playbook. that listens to the podcast. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm so excited for your experience. They did talk about the Philadelphia Eagles and I made a sound to disapprove oh, of them love it no i'm excited yeah go birds about them chiefs though i mean you know they're out of it and they suck but go birds you know what i'm saying yeah you know why can't they make a movie uh, where yeah. the that's, people are fans of the better. chiefs you know that's what i like to hear i know yeah. i guess they made looper that's in kansas city <laughs> We'll talk about football yeah. in that one, though. Looper's a football movie. If it yeah, takes so. place in Kansas City, it's a football movie, you know? I mean, I feel like we're good. I mean, I didn't do the All outro right. thing because I don't, we, have, it, I don't actually good? ever remember how you do it. Oh. Well, I want to thank everyone for listening. Rate us. Review us. Share us. <laughs> or don't. You know, we don't. Well, like, it'd be you, cool to make right? money, We're doing so, it, I mean, for the love of it for the love of it. You know what I'm saying? Okay, fine. Rate us. And have opinions. You can hit us up on socials. Until like, next we've been time. We've doing this for like 15 years or something at this point. Like maybe, I feel like $5 is, I mean, I, it's fine. I'm still recording. Cody stopped his recording. It's just me and you, audience. Pay us money. Send it to us. Send me stacks of pennies via FedEx.